Good morning. It's Monday, May 18th, and I want to give you a forecast of where we're going in our Bible reading in 2 Kings chapters 20 through 22 and John chapter 6, the very end of the chapter, verses 45 through 71. In our New Testament reading, I'm sorry, our Old Testament reading in 2 Kings chapter 20, Hezekiah gets sick. You might remember this even from the book of Isaiah, and he is told to ask for a sign. He wants proof of this, and so he asks for that shadow. Remember that, the lengthening or the shortening or the reversal of the, of the shadow. And so he gets that proof. He gets exactly what he was asking for. Well, he makes a calculated error when the envoys from Babylon show up. Uh, and this was bad because he ends up maybe motivated by his pride and reputation. He shows them all the riches of the temple. And uh, that was a backfire that was going to backfire in a big time because Babylon would soon be the reigning world power after Assyria is displaced by Babylon and uh, they would come after all that gold that those envoys saw. And Isaiah knew it and he rebuked him for it. He said, this is unwise of you. He already had prophesied the end as we saw yesterday of the southern kingdom and sure enough, uh, this was going to be the mechanism by which their greed in Babylon would bring them back here. One of the many reasons. In chapter 21, Manasseh uh, is a king very early on. At 12 years old, he's appointed as the king. We've seen some early uh, kings, you might have noticed that in our previous readings. Just remember, they're never ruling as some uh, boy king, you know, on a throne at eight or or thirteen. In this case, uh, they're just ceremonially the king. I mean, surely they have privileges of royalty, but they have a whole set of advisors around them. Nevertheless, he does evil. A lot of times, these kings that come up early, not all of them, uh, they have a tendency for a kind of uh, diving into self-indulgence and sin. Uh, maybe that comes with their youthfulness. Amnon reigns uh, after that uh, at 22 years old. He does evil. So we've got some bad series of bad kings. Manasseh, Amnon, chapter 22, we have a bright spot. And here's an exception, an eight-year-old king. He's crowned the king as an eight-year-old. Joash, uh, I'm sorry, Josiah, a very popular name, even that people name their children after because he's a young man who seeks the Lord. He does what's right. He works to repair the temple. He uh, raises funds for that. He has the high priest finds the scrolls in the temple as they're cleaning out the storehouses and they come and read it with uh, great care and they realize what they have forsaken in terms of things they should have been doing. And so Joash, I'm sorry, Josiah brings in a revival and uh, that's a good thing and God is pleased certainly with these early years of Josiah's life. In John 6, we're at the end of the chapter. We still have that bread of life discourse that's continuing on after Jesus feeds the 5,000. Uh, he says something very powerful to these uh, onlookers and the Pharisees are offended by it. And he says, are you offended by this? He says, what would you do if you saw me ascending to heaven? I mean, it's going to get a lot worse. If you're tripping over the fact that I'm telling you that I am the bread of life and if you uh, believe in me, if you partake in me, you will never die. Well, uh, that's nothing compared to the fact that he's going to ascend to heaven, seat, seated at the right hand of the Father, then one day will come back and prove that status by coming in glory with the angels. And so he's saying, just wait and see. It'll get much more offensive if you're all about trying to be my equal, which is the problem there with the Pharisees. All right, our community imperative, as we're calling them, our community command is found in Philippians chapter 2, another one from Philippians chapter 2, and this time in verse 25. If you're following along, you might want to look at that. It says, uh, Paul says, I thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother, my fellow worker, my fellow soldier, and your messenger and minister to my need. So here's Epaphroditus coming from them, 
and ministering to Paul and Paul sending them now to them to minister to their needs. And I put it this way, and it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Delegation's a great thing. And in this case, I put our community imperative this way. You should dispatch someone to help when you can't. Dispatch someone to help when you can. I call it delegation too because sometimes people can meet the need much better than you can. I'm just thinking of what I did yesterday in this regard in terms of dispatching some folks to do some things for some people that I know they do a much, much better job. I wasn't trying to get out of the work. I wasn't trying not to be the agent of caring, but I wanted to say that there is someone that can meet the need better than I can. Of course, Paul in a prison epistle had to send an envoy because he was tied up, and that may be the case in your life. You may know there's a need that can be met but you need to think about how you can send someone else to do it. So think through the needs of the people in your life. Think of the people you pray for in the body of Christ, in your small group, and look through some of those needs today in your quiet time and think, who can I encourage and ask a favor of to go and meet that need? I just think through this last week of things that have happened in my life. It just It's a natural thing to do, I trust, as you're looking for ways to care for people, and it's not always about you doing it personally. Uh, that can You can fall into a trap there of, you know, whatever, doing it maybe for the recognition or to be the hero, but in the body of Christ, utilize those other folks in your life as best you can by asking them to get involved. So dispatch someone to help when you can't, or maybe if they can do it better. And I trust that'll be something to give you plenty to do today for the Lord on this Monday. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe. We'll be back tomorrow as we continue our reading through the Bible.